Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
words from the Lord Violence. Thank you so much. Well, this morning we have a testimony, someone whose help comes from the Lord. Testimony from our sister Nancy Johnson. Please let's encourage our sister Nancy. Praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for what he has done for me because I don't really know how to thank him, but I just hope to thank him very much for what he has done for me. I was supposed to go for my dad's funeral on the 10th of May. So I, was, I went there to book a car. So the car was supposed to enter that very day. It was 5.30 a.m. car. But on getting there, I slept off that very day. So I, entered, I went to the park by 6.30. Before I get there, they said the, park, the motor had moved. So that day, I was very angry, fat. I was mad at myself. So I went back home. So when I get home in the evening, I came back so that I can wait for the next car that is going in the morning. It was there that the manager of the park told me that you are a very lucky girl because we were about three that day that missed that bus. That the car that you did enter, that the car had a terrible accident and we lost three people inside that car. So I was very happy. And secondly, I was coming back from Nigeria after my dad's funeral about two weeks ago. When I was coming back, an Amroba attacked us as this uh, uh, Lagos, where we were about to cross Semeboda. They attacked us, but thank God nothing happened to us. The only thing they did was that they took our phones, our monies, and nothing happened to us. And thirdly, I want to thank God on behalf of my sister who came to visit me. She was supposed to go the next day, but to the glory of God, I was sweeping outside. When I was sweeping, I heard a shout. So when I rushed inside, she was in labor. So I said, let me rush and put on shirt. Before I said, let me put on shirt to go and call a taxi. She had delivered inside the house a bouncing baby girl. To the glory of God, the baby and the mother is very, very okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this morning, the Lord has a miracle for you to stand to your feet. Help me welcome one of my favorite preachers in the world, Bishop Eddie Faber. excited today is the last sunday of the month of june god has been good to us hallelujah we have crossed six months of the year and you are still standing here oh somebody put your hands together for jesus hallelujah we bless the lord amen all right we want to take our memory verse for today, First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 14. 
First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Can we take it together? Ready, go. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Okay. Can we take it together again? Ready, go. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Amen. How's it going? Should we take it one more time? One more time. Okay, ready, go. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Amen. I'm sure we can do it. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. It can work. Let's try. Let's try. Let's try. We can do it. Let it go off. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord and let's bless the Lord. He has been good to us. He made a way for us. He made a way for us. You made a way. When our backs were against the wall. When our backs were against the wall. And it looked as if. And it looked as if. It was, it was over. over. You made a way. Oh, yes. Made a way. Now we're standing here. Now, now we're standing here. Against the, the wall. Against the wall. And it looked as if it, it, it was over. over. You made a way. Yes, Lord. Made a way. Let it flow. Now we stand.
there is nothing that's impossible. Standing here, standing here, only because you and we're standing here, and we're standing here, only because you paid away. Oh, yes, yes, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for seeing us through six months of the year 2017 Lord you made a way for us oh you made a way for us when our backs were against the wall and we didn't know which way to turn you made a way for us you made a way for us you made a way for us oh father we bless you we thank you father for today we thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence you moved mountains. You brought down walls that were before us. You performed miracles. Today we can stand here and we know that you who have brought us this far, you will see us through to the end of the year. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 30. I want to wrap up, round up my teachings for this month of June, times of refreshing or season of refreshing. Amen. So 1 Samuel chapter 30, we're reading from verse 1. Ready, go. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Verse 3. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Verse 4. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Hey, have you been there before? Hmm. Verse 5. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelites, and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people speak of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Amen. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David, verse 8. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. 
Oh, is that all you can do? Amen. So today, I just want to continue sharing with you about seven ways by which you can encourage yourself in the Lord. Seven steps to encouraging yourself in the Lord. Amen. Already, I've shared some points with you. I started sharing with you about how you need to, that's the first point, that you need to have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. How many remember that? Yeah. We said that because the Holy Spirit has seven different attributes or different uh, sides of the Holy Spirit. We said that he's a comforter. He's number two, what? A counselor. Number three, he's what? A helper. Number four, is what? An advocate. Number five, is what? He's a strengthener. Number six, is what? He's an intercessor. And number seven, is what? A standby. Wow. Wow. So it's right there. John 14, 16. Okay. So that's the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is the one who you have a relationship with, he will be able to comfort you and strengthen you and intercede for you and help you and stand by you. That is why you need to have or develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I think we also talked about the fact that we need to... um, um, I think we also mentioned that we need to um, avoid certain depressive and discouraging personalities. When I said that you need to have the Holy Spirit who will be there because Job had friends who were miserable comforters. Do you remember? Yeah. Some human beings cannot comfort well. Yeah. But there are some who can comfort well. Oh, yeah. In Isaiah, I think chapter 50, Isaiah said that you waken my ear morning by morning. And he said, you give me the tongue of the learned to know how to speak a word in season to the heart that is weary. So there are some people who have a word in their tongue to know the right thing to say. That would encourage you. There are some people to when you talk to them, they would rather kill you. Yeah. I have shared this thing before. I will share it again. That when we were in school, there was a guy. He went to have an affair with a sister. Oh, no. The thing happened to him. You couldn't believe it was happening to him. So he left the hall, the ladies' hall, and he was coming very down and dejected, crying. Then he met another Christian brother who didn't have the word of the Lord on his tongue. He didn't have the tongue of the learned. Mercy. When he met the brother, he was crying. He saw the guy thought that he had met the Christian brother. The guy asked him, what's the problem? He told him everything that happened. And the guy said, eh, wow. And he said, anyway, this is in Galatians 6 verse 7. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. So, brother, uh, get ready for outdooring. Oh, the guy even cried more. The guy has spoiled the matter. Oh, so he left this guy very down and sad. 
And he was crying more, more. Then I met him. When I met him, I was asking, but I couldn't believe that big man like that, he was crying. And I said, what is the matter? He didn't want to tell me. What is the problem? I talked and talked, the guy did it. Because he didn't know what verse me to, I was going to quote for him. Yeah. Eventually, I managed to convince him to tell me what is the problem. Then he told me everything. I said, wow. But you see, when he told me, I said to him, by the way, Galatians 6, 7 is true. It's in the Bible. It's there. Whatsoever a man soweth, he shall reap. That one is true. But I told him that I have another verse. I said, I have another verse. So I told him that I have another verse in James chapter 2, verse 13. Which says that, mercy triumphs over judgment. Hallelujah. So I said, yes, it's true that this thing has happened. But the mercy of God is able to overcome the judgment that should come upon you. So brother, don't worry, relax. I remember I fasted and I prayed with him for one week. Yeah. And our topic was, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. When we finish, after one week, I told the guy, we have finished our part. Let's leave the rest to God. After one month, I said, brother, go and check and see whether everything is okay. (laughs) So he went to check. And by the grace of God, the sister's period was flowing. Everything was fine. I said, wow, we thank the Lord. I said, brother, go and see no more. Put your hands together for Jesus. Today, that brother is a pastor. Yeah. Can you imagine? You see, because sometimes when people are wounded, that is when we crush them and we kill them. But one day I heard a song by a lady called Helen Baylor. He said, don't let the wounded soldier die. Don't let the wounded soldier. There are many wounded people in the church. When you meet them, don't add to it and make them help. Speak a word in season. Encourage somebody. Stir somebody up so that they can arise from their wounded state and do their best for the Lord. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Another thing you can do is to listen to appropriate, play the right music at the right time. And I think that I preached on that when we had the memorial and Thanksgiving service for the late Major Mahama. You know, so get that message. I preach all these things, but in different services. I preach it in the third service. So if you can get it, add it. And even in that service, I talked about how we need to remember other problems that God has delivered us from. Yeah. So all that has been preached already. So I think the ones that have not been preached, that is what I'm trying to touch on. Then we close. Okay. So if you get all the messages in all the services, you'll be fine. So today... The next thing you can do to encourage yourself in the Lord, wow, is to receive living messages from God by the simple reading of the scriptures. Receive living messages from God by the simple reading of the scriptures. I'm I'm sharing from this book, Out of Leadership by Bishop Dag. So simply put, have your quiet time every day. The best way to encourage yourself in the Lord is to have your quiet time every day. 
Yeah. What is a quiet time? A quiet time is when you wake up in the morning, early in the morning, you have your devotional, um, you come to the Lord in prayer, and then you pick your devotional, look at where you need to read, and we have four devotionals from Bishop. It shows you what to read at any time, and then you will read the scripture, and then hear the Lord speak to you. You'll be encouraged for the day. Yeah. Best way to encourage yourself, and the best tool for encouragement is quiet time. And the reason why it's also good is that in the mornings, the devil has a way of whispering things to us. I don't know about you, but me, it happens to me. In the morning, when you wake up, then the devil reminds you of something you should have done you didn't do. Then he reminds you of some bill you must pay. Then he reminds you of your child. Then he reminds so many things attack you. Yeah. That is why the morning is a good time because you receive a word of encouragement from the Lord. And it helps you. Yeah. So you need to wake up in the morning and read the Bible. When you read Romans chapter 15 and verse 4, the Bible says something. It says that, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning, that we through the patience and the comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Yeah. The scriptures, which is the word of God, has comfort in it. When you read it, it comforts you. It is also patient with you. Unlike other people, when you tell them their problem, they are not patient with you. They can't listen to your problem. But the word of God is patient with you. You can look through, take your time, and hear and receive whatever you want to receive from the word of God. Hallelujah. And it brings comfort. It will comfort you. And one of the reasons why the Bible is even the best tool is that the Bible were not, it was not written by angels. If the Bible was written by angels, we will wonder. These angels, they don't know what we are going through here. They are up there in heaven. They have come to write a book for us to read. They don't know what we are going through. But I'm glad that the Bible was written by fishermen. I know why you're not clapping, because you can't believe that a fisherman wrote the Bible. Peter was a fisherman. And he wrote the Bible, first and second Peter. So if a fisherman is writing something, I know I can identify with it because a fisherman will know my problem. He too would have gone through the same thing that I've gone through. And so when he's writing something and he says that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and unto godliness, I can believe it because he is just like me. I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody. The Bible was written by task collectors. Hey, Matthew was a task collector. He wrote the Bible. So if I'm reading and Matthew has written the Bible, I can be encouraged by it. Because I know that Matthew may understand my problem. He has been there before. The Bible was written by kings like King David. Who wrote it? Bible was written by kings like Solomon. So these are people who are of different levels. Pastors, priests, prophets all wrote the Bible. Even army generals like Joshua also wrote the Bible. Are you not excited about that? Yeah. 
There are women who wrote different things. So, it doesn't matter which level of life you are. You may be an elite person. You may be a middle-aged person. You may be at the low-down popcorn level. But whichever level, when you open the Bible, there is something in the Bible that can encourage you and go, oh, I don't know, but I'm encouraged. I'm blessed this morning. Hallelujah. So you can identify with the word of God. You can. You can. In Jeremiah chapter 15 and verse 16, he said something. He said, thy words were found. This Jeremiah, just like you and I. Thy words were found. Listen, you need to find the word of God. In the morning when you wake up, what do you look for? Find your Bible. Find your Bible and have your quiet time. You will receive a word that will bless you. I tell you, Bible says that Jesus Christ, when he went to the temple and they gave him the scriptures, he opened to the place where it was written of him, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach. Hey, because when he arrived at the place, people were looking at him. They were wondering, isn't this a carpenter? Isn't this one the son of Mary? Who has come to stand here? What is he coming to say? But he opened the Bible. He didn't allow the people to discourage him. He opened the Bible. He found where it was written of him. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. I came to tell you, there's something written about you. There's something in the scriptures about you. Open the Bible. Read it to yourself and encourage yourself in the Lord. Oh, I thought somebody would put your hands together for Jesus. Jesus had to encourage himself in the Lord. When people were talking and saying all sorts of things, he needed a word. You today say, word concerning you in the Bible. Take it and encourage yourself. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. Hey, instead of going for your kegari in the morning, and going for two safi in the morning, and going for a quick bemi in the morning, that means some has fallen inside. Whichever food you eat in the morning, you can go for the word of God. I said you can go for the word of God. I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody here. Maybe you are discouraged because of the things you have been taking in the morning. But why don't you take the word of God? Go for some word. There is some water in the word. There's some rice water in the word. There's some fufu in the word. Take the word and eat the word. Oh. Oh. Maybe you are not blessed, but I'm so blessed. I'm enjoying the word. I'm receiving the word for myself. Your words were found, and I did eat them. Oh, we used to have something we say, no Bible, no breakfast. And B and B. When you wake up in the morning, instead of moving straight to the kitchen, because some of you, when you wake up in the morning, your mind is set like a flint towards your kitchen. But listen, instead of going to the kitchen, why don't you go to the Bible? Why don't you go to the Word of God? Why don't you have your quiet time? Why don't you find something in the scriptures? Thy words were found, and I did eat them. 
And he said, and your word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. <laughs> For I am called by your name. Hallelujah. I tell you, there's a word in the Bible for you. It will bring joy to you. It will bring rejoicing to you. If you believe, can I hear you shout joy? You have not found the word by going there. Every morning. I remember one morning, I was discouraged. I was down. And I was having my quiet time. And I went to the Bible. I don't remember whether it was my devotional that led me to it or the Spirit of God was just leading me. But I remember I opened to Nahum. Of all places, Nahum. And I was telling myself, Nahum, what can come out of Nahum? Some people say Nahum. But I started chapter 1 verse 1. As I was reading, nothing was moving me. Two, nothing. Me, who are the beer? As I was reading the thing, it was the bedding of Nam, the book of the vision of Nam, the eco shalite. Something I said, No, this thing. But as I was reading down, 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 then I got to verse seven. It was a bomb. <laughs> I said, It was a bomb. The first thing I read in verse seven of Nam chapter one is, The Lord is good. Come on. I was so encouraged that morning was encouraged that morning. Tell somebody the Lord is good. Oh, tell three people the Lord is good. Tell seven people the Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good, Eric. The Lord is good. I said the Lord. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. I was encouraged. You know how sometimes you wonder whether God likes you, God said the Lord is good I was so blessed by it and as if that was not enough he said he is a stronghold in the day of trouble oh come on anybody who is in trouble I know the place to go to go to the word go to the word go to the word the Lord is a stronghold shout yeah he's a stronghold Oh, yes. It's a stronghold in the day of trouble. As if that was not enough. I can have a convention with this verse alone. He said, and he knoweth them that trusts in him. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes you wonder whether God knows you. But anybody here who has put his trust in God, I came to tell you, God knows you. 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 Shout yeah. He knows you by name. Once you have put your trust in him. I was so blessed that morning. You see, anytime you go to the scripture, you will find something. When David was distressed, distress means double stress because die stress, distress. So double stress. You have stress double. The best place to go to the word of God. Bible says that David called Abiata the priest. He said, can you bring me the effort? I want to find out what God has to say about what I'm going through. 
when he went to the scriptures, he prayed to the Lord. He asked God, shall I pursue? Shall I overtake? The Lord said to him, pursue, overtake, and you shall surely recover all. Shout yeah! He was encouraged and he pursued. And the Bible says in Second Samuel, First Samuel chapter thirty, verse eighteen, Bible says that, and David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. You shall recover all. I say, you shall recover all. And David rescued his two wives. Too powerful. 19 says that and there was nothing lacking to them neither small nor great neither sons nor daughters neither spoil nor anything they had taken to them david recovered all tell somebody you shall recover all tell him in the second half of the year you shall recover all This was encouragement that came to David when he went to his Bible. What are you reading? Go to the Word. There is something there for you. Listen, let me add one more thing. Learn to listen to appropriate messages and get fired up. Ah. You see, when you come to church and a word is preached and the word blessed you, it's, it must be one of your encouraging messages that you have. That anytime you are down, you pick one of those messages and you listen to it. There must be a favorite list of messages and that one must be part of it. That these messages, I have some messages like that. When I listen to it, it just fires me up. Oh yeah. Everybody needs a preaching message that you have, that you can listen to, that will fire you up. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it said, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear, faith will come into you. Something will be stirred up in you. What you hear affects you. Jesus said to the disciples in Mark 4, 24, he said, take heed what you hear. Because what you hear can either encourage you or discourage you. That's why sometimes I don't want the news. Because some of the things they say, it is too discouraging. But when I put on my preaching message, oh, I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody here. When I put on a preaching message, something enters into me. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. He said, and the spirit and Turn into me when he spake unto me and he set me upon my feet. That means that when you are down, when you are down and you cannot make it, when you hear a certain preaching, it is able to cause the spirit to enter into you. And oh, I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody here. I see people standing on your feet because the word of God is encouraging. Jesus said in John 6, 63, he said the words that I speak unto you, 
he said they are spirits and they are life and so when you hear the message spirit will enter into you life will enter into you receive life in the name of Jesus it can only come by the hearing of the preaching it doesn't come in any other way you need to hear the preaching John uh, John chapter 10 and verse 44 the Bible says and while Peter yet speak unto them the Holy Ghost fell on them so whilst you are listening to the preaching the Holy Ghost will fall on you something will just happen to you and your life is just changed you need to hear the word you need to hear the word find a message you said i'm feeling down oh if i get a brother to come and hold me no you don't need a brother to hold you what you need is a bible what you need is to hear a preaching you need a word you need a message that message will teach you stand you up oh i don't know but i'm preaching to myself Ah, I am encouraging myself in the Lord. Look for the nearest Bible uh, message that was powerful and listen to it and encourage yourself. Psalm 107 verse 20, he said he sends forth his word to heal them and to deliver them from all their destruction. When the word is coming, it comes to heal you and to deliver you. Today, may you be healed of any destruction. May you be healed of any sickness and may you be delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. The preaching of the word in Isaiah chapter 11 chapter 55 verse 10 he said just as the rain come down and the snow from heaven he said and does not return back to heaven but it comes to make the plant bring forth and bad he said it is the same way verse 11 when the word of god is preached to you the word of god will come and accomplish the purpose for which it is sent so every preaching there is a purpose for it every preaching comes to deal with something in your life i don't know what you are going through today but every word of god is bringing something Oh, he said the word of God is quick and is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine asunder of the soul and the spirit and the bone and the marrow. And it's a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Whatever you are going through, as you hear the preaching of the word, it's going to bring a change. And that's why when Ezekiel was faced with the dry bones, the Lord said to Ezekiel, preach to the dry bones. Preach to the dry bones. Preach to the dry bones. Today I'm preaching to dry bones. I'm preaching to people who feel dry. Your pocket is dry. Your house is dry. Your marriage is dry. Your prayer life is dry. He said prophesy. Prophesy is another word to preach. Today I'm preaching the word to you. I'm prophesying the word to you. May you receive the prophetic word. May every dry bone come alive in the name of Jesus. Shout yeah. Oh, the Bible says, as he was preaching to the tribals, immediately there was a noise. Ah, ah. Sometimes people wonder, why when we hear the preaching, let the keyboard go down. 
we wonder why when we hear the preaching, people begin to shout. Because you see, when the preaching is coming, Bible said there was a noise. The bones couldn't stand still. The bones couldn't lie still. They were receiving life. They were receiving the word. Something was happening to the bones. Sometimes I wonder that people can be standing in church and a powerful word like this is coming. And some people are sitting down. And some people are looking around. You don't even know what is happening. Oh, but today, may the word of God have an effect in your life. May the word of God stir you up. May the word of God raise you up from your grave. Lift your hand and shout. Yeah. Ha. Bones started moving to bones. Hey. Situations that were confused. They start becoming correct and orderly again bones were finding bones leg bone was finding the thigh bone and the thigh bone was finding the waist bone and the waist bone was finding the hip bone and the hip bone was finding the rib bone and the rib bone was finding the neck bone and the neck bone was finding the scar and they were coming together oh i don't know am i speaking to somebody shout yeah By the time he finished preaching, the valley that was full of dry bones, it was no longer full of dry bones, but there were human beings that were standing. When I started preaching, you were all sitting down. But by the end of the preaching, look at you standing, look at you dancing, look at you shouting. Somebody, somebody, give the Lord. Hey, 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 shout. I see an exceeding great army. I said, I see an exceeding great army, which is going to march into the second half of the year. It will not be easy for the devil. I see an army fighting the enemy. Anything the devil has brought your way, may you receive an upper hand. May you overcome. May you go forward. May you pursue. May you overtake. And may you recover all. Shout yeah. Lift up your hands and thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Some of you have even forgotten that the Lord is good. But maybe when I just shared the scripture, it has come to encourage you. The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows them that trust in him. Talk to him. Oh yes. The first six months, I don't know how it has been. But I promise you, the next half of the year is going to be great. Oh yes, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Victory is assured. 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 Oh yes. Whatever has discouraged you. Whatever made you tired. Live here today with new strength. Live here today with new strength. In the name of Jesus. Let the coming of the word do a new work in your life. Receive life in the spirit. Life in the spirit. Spirit and life. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. 
the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Mandere broshi kabara. Ikata balalabala. Oh Lord, we bless you. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh you made our way. When our backs was against the wall. When our backs were against the wall. And it looks as if it was over. You made way. Now we are standing here. Now we're standing here. Only because you made way. You move mountains. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall. You cause walls. I'm not out of word at all. I have more to preach. I'll continue in the third service. Father, we thank you for your words of encouragement. In Jesus' name. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you. You are not born again. 
you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. I just love the joy that is in this place. I want to have the same in my life. If you are here, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you, my brother. I love the way you even lifted up your hand before I asked. God bless you. Let it go up. I see your hands over there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Many hands lifted. Today's a good day to be saved. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing. Move out of your seat. Come to me in front here. Come. 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 Come all the way. Keep clapping for them. Give him your life today. Many people are coming. Let him have his way. Let him have Keep coming. His way. Come on to Jesus. Oh, Come on to Jesus. Come, my sister. Come, my brother. Give him your life today. God bless you. Anybody else coming? Run quickly and come. We are waiting for you. Run quickly and come. Come all the way. Come to the front. It's not too late. Let him have his way. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you in front, you've made a good decision. Just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. I will save you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. See our lady pastor waving her hand. She's going to talk to you. She'll give you a book by the bishop of this church. It's going to help you to walk with God and serve God. Okay. And make this church your church. Come here every Sunday, every Tuesday. God bless you. Please go this way. Hallelujah. Wow. Mountains are moving. Mountains are moving. Please take your seats. Mountains are We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.